Greetings. This is Jacqueline Lowe, and I'm the founder of Grace That Reigns. We are a Catholic ministry that offers opportunities for healing through words and prayers. Our mission is to help renew your sense of wonder for God's love for you. Welcome to our winter series called Fall Into the Light. These are witness testimonies from our collective journey as ministers of Grace That Reigns that will enlighten and inspire your sense of wonder. So our special guests today are Steve and Kay Ursic from Santa Fe, New Mexico. They happen to be our good friends and also board members for Grace That Reigns. And they would like to share an incredible testimony about Steve's mother, Pauline, who is 104 years old and who was healed of COVID-19 and pneumonia. Hello, Steve. How are you? Hello, Jacqueline. Hello to you. I hope you're doing well. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm doing really well. And thanks also for coming out here to relate your story to us. And I can't wait to start. Okay, so first, tell us where you're from. Well, we lived out in the country, but the mailing address was Ingalls. Ingalls, Kansas. I know it. Where we lived was uh, East of Garden City, about 20 miles. Okay, so you kind of grew up there. Both of oh, you. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, not both of us. Now, this... This little gal I married by the name of Kay, she has a different story. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, I grew up in a small community called Conway Springs, Kansas. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about an hour from the Oklahoma line. It's in south of Wichita. Oh, that's wonderful. What else? Went to K-State in the Air Force for four years and then back to, the, to manage the farm in uh, 1973 and then we worked basically we worked there for 40 years and then retired to santa fe uh, let's see about seven years ago thanks steve and kay now before we get into the story of your mom's healing can you let us know a little bit about her for instance where did she grow up and what was she like mother's name was pauline mm -hmm. her middle initial or middle name was mabel and her maiden name was Alan, mm -hmm. and, and she grew up in the, the little spot in the road called Howe, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, about 15 miles uh, west of Dodd City, and, uh, you know, had several brothers and sisters. And how about you, Kay? Oh, I love Mother, yes. I mean, she, you know, here was this well-educated lady, mm -hmm. very much a lady, out in this country, and, you know, I just, I had such respect for her, because, I mean, there was no, there was no grocery stores around, you know, was, everything was a long ways to go, and here she was out there with her husband and raising these boys, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they, those women were what I call true grit, they really were true grit, you know, they, they just, uh, and never complained, She's, she's, let's say, she's mild-mannered mm -hmm. uh, and a convert to the Catholic religion. Mm. She was a school teacher, yeah, taught at a country school uh, there north of Hal, Kansas, during the war. Well, she sounds like a very accomplished woman. Before she lost her eyes, she was a painter and took, took lessons, and, and she did a nice job. Yeah. Uh, she's a woman after my own heart. Where did she live in Kansas towards her later years? 
she was living in Garden City, had a really nice house, and um, she decided she couldn't drive anymore mm -hmm. because she couldn't see properly. So she became isolated and went to live in the assisted living facility in Garden City called Homestead. And, uh, and the reason she went there was strictly on her own initiative. Okay, and she's been there four years, five years. Okay, I got that. And then she moved to Hayes, Kansas, to a nursing home. And this institution is where our story begins. So everything's going well, and then all of a sudden last year things changed for her. March, COVID-19 hit, and all of a sudden her facility in Hayes was locked down, as many institutions were. So during that period, what was the facility like for her? That's just like being in prison. <laughs> well, thanks, Steve. Don't hold back. You know, my mother, she just turned 104. She's been living in this assisted living facility. Uh, so uh, the virus penetrated the facility, which I understand. And uh, so they confined her to her room. The door had to stay closed, and they, they kept the lights on 24 hours a day. You also mentioned, Steve, that she was suffering from macular degeneration, which meant that she couldn't even watch TV. My daughter saw, saw what was going on. She says, Dad, we got to get her out of there. Gosh, it must have been a very difficult situation for all of you, especially for your mom. So then what happened next? And so she got the virus, and we're thinking, oh, dear, now this is the end. If that wasn't enough... Four days after she got the virus, uh, she developed pneumonia. And, and we thought, oh, dear, this is really, really the end. And so we started to think about, you know, contacting hospice and what do you do, that sort of thing. Okay, now let me help you to bring you up to speed about the situation. So far, Steve's mother, Pauline, is 104 years old, and she's living in an elderly institution in Hayes, Kansas. COVID-19 resulted in their lockdown of the facility, and she felt as if she was in prison because of the restrictions that were imposed on her. She would call her son and daughter-in-law and tell them that she was lonely and that she was afraid to die by herself. Then she caught the coronavirus, and then, on top of that, she caught pneumonia, and that's when Steve grew concerned. Meanwhile, her granddaughter, Michelle, was already making plans to get her out of the facility to move her to back to her place in the country. But now how would this all happen if she now has contracted COVID and pneumonia? And so you and I had a prayer session, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, I do remember that. And I think it was about the same time when Bishop Gilmore and I were giving that special healing mass um, on the Feast of St. Padre Pio, which was about September the 23rd. Yeah, so we prayed together one-on-one, -on -one, and I asked St. Padre Pio for his intercession because I know how powerful his prayers are. So then what happened? So Jacqueline, 24 hours later. Bingo. She's well. She's well. Hell, there was no, there was no pneumonia. There was no COVID. So, oh my goodness. You know, when you're 104, you just don't recover from that stuff. So what do you believe happened, Steve? Jacqueline, I think it was divine intervention. I definitely believe it was divine intervention. 
I truly, truly do, do believe. Yeah. Yeah, well, once you go into a nursing home, I mean, there's not many people, you know, walk out the other end. It's, you know, they, they roll you out the other end. Absolutely. Yeah, she's happy, and her, you know, they, uh, they take her blood pressure several times a day, and she goes to the doctor, and I mean, Jacqueline, there's nothing wrong with her. I mean, this is so amazing. <laughs> she might live forever. <laughs> so, friends, we've just come to the end of this wonderful and happy story. There are many benefits to Pauline's healing. First, we are so grateful that she will not die alone in a sterile environment. That was the only thing that she feared most. Second, her family now gets to see her and deepen their appreciation of her. Third, her healing story helps us to understand that although some may question why the Lord would heal someone as old as she is, it did happen. And indeed, because of it, we are reminded that every person is sacred. Pauline's healing story at 104 years old has underlined this fact. Thank you, Steve and Kay Ursic. And uh, Thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> we hope that you have um, a very wonderful day and May God bless both of you and protect each of you. And God bless you and Bishop. Take good care of yourselves. Good talking to you. This is Jacqueline Lowe from Grace That Reigns. Thank you for joining us for our episode of Fall Into the Light. If this recording impacted your life, please follow us and share our material. We are at www.gracethatreigns.com. <laughs>